Beautiful. I'm sure it is. Beautiful sounds. Do we need to say? Do we even need to say? I don't think so. Perfect, dude. The perfect intro. Right? To the perfect show. There it is, dude. Welcome, everybody, to the Beta Report. That's right. This is Jeff. We got Jay. What up? Taking the world's loudest gulp. Gulp of water there. Loudest drink. <laughs> like Jay said, it's another episode of the Beta Report. It sounds like, it feels like uh, we've recorded in a long time just because we recorded that uh, last episode extra early. But uh, I know, and then like skip yeah. the, that week. Yeah, yeah. But we're back, everybody. Uh, I'm glad we're back. Uh, so much stuff to talk about. So much stuff to share with you guys. But just so happy that uh, we're here. And uh, yeah, man, what's going on, dude? Dude, um, Star Wars. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, and Star, Star Wars. Wars. And oh yeah, dude, hey. And Jabba the Hunk. Star Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Job of the hunk. Job of the hunk. Dude, tell that story, dude. <laughs> Ellen was crappy. And she didn't want to. She didn't want to do it. But we were watching uh, Return of the Jedi sometime last week, and um, and uh, Job of the Hut comes out like on screen, and I'm watching it with my with my three year old with Hazel, and she's like, "Who's that fat guy?" And I was like, "Well, his name is Job of the Hut," and she was like, "Oh." Jabba the hunk is funny. Jabba the hunk is fat and funny. <laughs> so she just kept saying that the whole night. Kept calling him for one, calling him Jabba the hunk, and then just kept calling him fat and funny. Hey man, which is pretty awesome, dude. If she thinks he's a hunk, dude. Hey, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so, so, dude. I guess she's she's yeah. a she's gonna be a chubby chaser. Chubby ch- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. Dude, but yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool though. That was like the first like. Uh, that that was her first time watching that movie, but she was like actually like interested in it, which was pretty cool. So she was just asking like a bunch of questions, like who everybody was and what everybody was doing and all that. So it was pretty sweet. You know, dude, just to, speaking of you know kids and Star Wars, dude. I don't, for some reason over the weekend I was watching uh, kids' reaction to Darth Vader saying "I'm your father" to Luke. Uh huh. That's like the best thing ever, dude. Like, see, the kids <laughs> are it's so awesome to see these kids who are like into the story, and some kids are like. That's not true, right? <laughs> That's not true, right? It's like stuff like that. It's so, so awesome, dude. That's to see, awesome, dude. Yeah, <laughs> how how into the story they are. So it's pretty cool, dude. I mean, like it or not, and I don't know who wouldn't like it, but Star Wars is just a timeless story, dude. Star Wars is just something. It's almost like a rite of passage amongst nerds that you have to just kind of pass on from one generation to the next, dude. And and it's something that's lasting. Most right. most people like it. It's it's pretty even now. It's pretty awesome too. Like, like just Star Wars being able to translate not only to like older fans but to newer fans. Because anytime Hazel sees Ray, she's like, "Oh, look, that's me." So like, she like already identifies with the characters from Star Wars, but it's like a complete new character for a new generation of kids who are gonna grow yeah. up knowing what Star Wars was. Or what Star Wars is, because I'm sure it's gonna, you know, keep going on the way that it's with the uh, with the popularity that it has now. Um, so yeah, it's just, I do. Yeah, definitely. So it's freaking amazing. So, but of course, we're gonna talk about the Star Wars trailer that uh, that just dropped, just dude, like, dropped like, like hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not just dropped, but a few hours ago. But um, I was gonna say it just dropped. We're recording this as it dropped. <laughs> but um. 
you know what we should be doing, dude? Live reactions, dude. That's everywhere, man. I know. It's like live reaction on YouTube. Why do I want to see someone else's live reaction of watching? But I do. But, I, but I most do. of the time I do. I, I want to see like how people react because I think it's like you want to you want to know that like you're in tune with Honestly, the, I, you're in tune with the village. I would want to know like like people that I care about reaction, not like just some random dude. You know, like live reaction. I'm like, well, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. And That's, yet you still watch. Well, <laughs> you know, like I'd rather watch like Kevin Smith's reaction to something. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or Leslie Jones's reaction oh, to dude. everything. She should be just all she should just have like live reaction and live tweet show of everything, dude. <laughs> she would make everything dope. <clears throat> but uh man, she's in that Def Comedy Jam twenty five reunion. They were watching right before we started recording. Oh, she is? She's on that she looks crazy on that dude. She's like, <laughs> What? She's a she's a trendy, but um. So yeah. I heard she's been like in the gym too. That she's kind of like she's trying to she's trying to be uh the black um the black Wonder Woman, dude. No, dude, the oh. freaking uh, uh, what's her name? Did you watch Saturday Night Live? And she came out. And I guess she came out dressed up like Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Well, she was one of the Themyscira Amazon. Oh players. yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Chick- I saw that clip. But no, I was gonna say uh, Brienne of Tarth. Well, I know, right? She's yeah, really black Brienne of Tarth, dude. Um, Brienne of Compton. <laughs> That's what she's trying to be. But um, yeah, dude. So in her Compton Castle. In her Compton Castle. Dude. <laughs> so let's talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about, uh, of course, the Star Wars trailer. We also want to give um, some heads up on a couple shows that I watched too. Uh, the Gifted and um, Inhumans. Nice. With all the stuff that they've been talking about that stuff. So, man, let's jump into the uh, Star Wars trailer right away, dude. Let's do it, dude. It was great. I can't. It was amazing. I can't deal with it, dude. My my mind blew up. I, I can't deal. If you guys haven't watched it, go watch it first before you uh, continue listening. Uh, we'll wait. <clears throat> let's wait. Let's wait. I'm, I am waiting. Yeah. They're probably watching right now. You know, the part with uh, Katarin. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that part was good. So good, dude. We should have played the trailer. <laughs> probably. probably. All right, we'll give you enough time. I'm sure you probably pause <laughs> it. Dude, um, man, this, this, oh my goodness, dude. This gave me, like, chills, dude, but also it got me stressed, man, with that last scene at the end. Dude, what's going on? Dude, okay, look. I know you said fancy editing and they make it new. Dude, this, like, whoever put this trailer together, should be props. Killed. No, oh, wait, dude. What? Sorry. Props to you because... They had, like, this thing had so much going on in it. Not just visually, which, by the way, visually, like, this trailer, like, the movie is going to look amazing, dude. Like, when Finn is going up against Phasma, oh I was my like, God, and that they have team. that close-up of, like, just Phasma's helmet, and then, like, all, like, the like the electricity, static stuff was kind of going, or, like, dude, that scene by itself was like, damn, dude, that, that was Dude, is that going to be, like, Finn and... Phasma is going to be like this generation's Han Solo and Boba Fett, dude. I think so, dude. Like, but only yeah, this I time, would... like, they'll actually give, like, the, the like, nemesis something to do as opposed to just kind of standing around right, and then right, getting, right. like, like, and they owe it to her, too, dude, because of the last movie. She did crap. Yeah. And, like, uh, and from what I've heard is that a lot of the, uh, the comic books, the Phasma comic books are really good. So hopefully they, they, um, they actually explain how she got off the uh, Starkiller planet. Oh really? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I guess she's like they make her into like a total badass in those comics. So that hopefully scene, that yeah. translates into this movie. And just judging on that scene by itself, like or like that one little piece of footage, like it seems like it's gonna be pretty sweet. But uh, you know, we digress. Uh, what I liked about the trailer was just and I was I was kind of telling you on how like the narrative seemed to be just kind of like they're kind of messing with uh with the uh with the narratives a little bit with like the focus of like who's talking about what because sometimes it'll be like snoke talking and then like they'll they'll it'll transition like smoothly into luke talking and then but then like visually you're seeing kylo ren when like luke is talking but then you're also seeing ray when snoke is talking but then they'll like mix the two up like it's just like it's it's interesting the way that they're doing things like they're kind of pitting these two characters against one another uh, but then again, you don't know who's talking about who or like what the other one is referencing. Like, it's just crazy. Like, they're really trying to do a lot to kind of mix you up a little bit. And like, you don't know if Snoke is talking about Kylo Ren or if he's talking about Ray or if Luke is talking about Kylo Ray or if he's talking about Ren. Um, so I thought that was really cool the way that, that they did that because they kind of keep you on your toes the whole way. And then it kind of goes with what you said at the end. You know, that last scene where like Ray is just kind of like, I just need someone to tell me what my place is in, in all this or whatever. And then they show Kylo Ren like holding his hand out, which again, if you guys, I don't think they're in the same place. Like I, I feel like they just edited it that way so that it looks like he's holding his hand out to her at that same moment. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, but they're in the same place. I don't, I don't think so. I honestly do not. I don't think so. I I didn't hate the trailer and I don't want to make it to seem that way. It just stressed me out because of, and that's awesome of where it's alluding to. No, it's not. I don't want to be stressed, dude. It's awesome because it just builds up the anticipation of like I I need these questions answered. Yes, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of these trailers, dude. They're supposed to entice you. They're supposed to. I'm gonna have high blood pressure. (laughs) But see, that'll just make the experience of you actually watching the movie like Uh. you'll feel like that relief of like, oh, dude, I've been. Waiting this whole time for this, and finally I get to like. Oh man, I just want to enjoy. I get to it, see dude. what's. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you'll be able to enjoy it even more now that the pressure's building up. Like I don't know about you, I don't enjoy being stressed for too much. God, dude, I know. I love it, dude. I love it. But yeah, man, like just some of the things that they were talking about. Like you hear Snoke talking about, like you know, when I met you, I knew it was something special or something like that. And, and again, like. We don't really know if he's talking about Kylo Ren. I think they want you to assume that they're talking about Kylo Ren. But the way that the trailer kind of the the way that it played out, I feel like I feel like Snoke at the moment is talking about Rey. And then you were kind of like you you were, you had mentioned like, "Oh, so does that mean that Snoke maybe met her before or kind of knew her before what she is now? Like now that she's in her Jedi training and she's like probably like her you know, the force is a lot stronger in her now. Like, so he can feel that power and that, that, you what know, if that, she's related to Snoke? Maybe. Yeah. I think that's, I feel like that's a theory. I don't, there's like a theory for everything. Like I think Chewbacca <laughs> ended up being raised dead at some point too, but, uh, I feel like that <laughs> might know. be, that might be a theory like floating around there too. So her name is Ray Baca. Ray Baca, dude. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I just I, I love like the way that they just that the way that this trailer is constructed, the way they put it together was so good. Um, and then again, some of the visual stuff like 
uh, uh, Luke's face when like the floor cracks. You know, like I don't know if you remember that part where like yeah, no, I did, I did. Where uh, the floor cracks and he just kind of like he has like a WTF face food. Like what yeah. the heck just happened? Like what? Like I've and then he he kind of referenced that in 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 the trailer where he's like, you know, I when I felt this power. You know, I wasn't afraid of it before, but I am now type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, it's, dude. it's crazy, dude, man. I mean, it, the the visuals are beautiful. They're amazing, dude. That scene, I think one of my favorite scenes in that is 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 Finn and Phasma, dude. I mean, that scene itself, dude. There's so much going around mm-hmm. them, and uh, there's just so much stuff, dude. But but like you said, that close up of Phasma's helmet is 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 freaking amazing, dude. Yeah, it's dude. so good, man, and it's. Just, I, I think the, you know, the, the, the way they put Leia in the trailer as well, like mm-hmm. having a, a significant part in it too, is, it's just crazy, man. It's, it's, it's really. I'm so excited about this, dude. But I'm at the same time I'm stressed because I'm like, oh, they're gonna have Ray be, a, you know, going to the dark side, and, oh, you dude. know, I mean, we were talking about what if the twist is that she goes to the dark side and Kylo Ren trying to redeem himself after you know yeah you know what the weird thing too that i noticed as well is um <clears throat> the um when they have the the close-up of kylo ren's face you could see that he's got like this like kind of like like robotic scar or something mm-hmm. on his face but then when he's putting out his hand to to um to Ray, he doesn't have that. Yeah. So, I mean, at what point is that in the film? That's the part. I mean, it could be a vision, maybe, uh, for all we know. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, uh, I just can't wait, dude. December 14th, man. I do kind of like that, too, uh, Randall, that you mentioned that, that scar on Kylo Ren's face on how, um, you know, there's a scene where he's looking at his helmet and then he just kind of smashes it into, like, whatever room he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was asking you, I wonder if he had the, uh, I wonder if he had that, that you know metal scar in his face already or if that comes after because we all know that he wants to be like vader and you know one of the uh famous lines from sir alan guinness you know obi-wan kenobi was like he's more man he's more machine than man or whatever so like i wonder if that's just his attempt kylo ren's attempt to become more machine than man and like he like implants that you know that robotic scar in himself or whatever to just kind of make himself more of a machine than like pretending to be that way with the helmet that he had before. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool too. Like if, if he's kind of going through that transformation of like, you know, like becoming more, like becoming more like Vader. Um, and I wonder if in the end too, if that'll come into play, like, you know, Luke not being more prominent in this movie, uh, if they'll show, um, or if, if he'll realize, you know, uh, that, Vader turned to the good side in the end. He redeemed himself too, and I wonder if that'll have repercussions later to how uh, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, you know, how his character grows or interacts with everyone else afterwards too. Um, because one of the interesting things that I, I I forget who was mentioning it, but someone said like no one really knows what happened, like on the Death Star when when Vader turned. Like it was just the Emperor Luke and Darth Vader at that moment, no one else was present in the room. So no one else really knows that Darth Vader went back, like redeemed himself, mm-hmm. uh, except for Luke and the emperor who, yeah. who's now dead. But Luke can still tell that story. And like, you know, they can, he can still tell Kylo Ren, especially like, no dude, like he became good again, 
You know what I mean? So I don't know, dude. So much, dude. There's so much in this. And There's what, so much, dude. Yeah. And then I think uh, let me let me just play something really quick, dude. I think some people would like this part in the in the in the trailer. <laughs> that was the porg screaming just like Chewbacca. <laughs> little, I didn't even hear it. Didn't I didn't hear even it? hear it. No. It's in the background. You can hear uh, um, the little porg ah, creature. Dude, porgs are going to take over, dude. Well, not, yeah. not that they haven't already, but they... Because you see them like in every store now, dude. Like everyone has that's the first time porg we, doll. That's the first time we actually get to hear what they sound like. Mm-hmm. Well, if you guys... And I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen these toys at Target. They have the little electronic ones if you push the belly it makes that sound oh, really? and like it moves its arms yeah i haven't even arms. seen that yet yeah so it's pretty cool dude crazy well it's definitely gonna be a long wait between now and december 14th at least for me it is dude i'll be all stressed out they'll be like oh my goodness i can't wait but yeah man there's so many things dude in some cases i even feel like i probably shouldn't have seen that trailer dude oh, dude i just want to watch it again and again and i wonder if it's gonna follow and sort of the pattern again. with you know empire strikes back where it kind of ends on a downer you know what i mean mm-hmm. kind of ends on a bit of a downer so i wonder if that's gonna be the case here too so i don't know dude i can't wait man well i feel like i feel like most sequels in like trilogies or whatever usually do end up being um end up do being like the uh the like the downers i guess of like most franchises usually like all the bad stuff happens in the second film yeah. And um, like, you know, you think of like the Godfather or something like that, like that one is probably like, uh, you know, it ends with like Michael, like holding his head, like, oh, crap, like this crap is is about to go down or whatever. Um, yeah. So I feel like a lot of like the 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 middle movies and like these trilogies or whatever are usually like the, you know, like the bad ones always end on a bad note. But um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I wonder if they would if they will do something like that or if um, or if they'll kind of like you know steer away from that just to kind of not yeah i don't know not give into that same type of uh seriously thing so let's talk about uh uh well since uh speaking of downers did you watch the uh, justice league trailer i did yeah (laughs) (laughs) um you know i i I actually it's funny because it was just um it was just like eh, you know what i mean I mean, I actually liked one scene from that whole trailer. Mm. There's two scenes actually from that trailer that really got me like excited about it, um, and only because I thought it was kind of funny. And the one scene was just because Wonder Woman is the best, dude. Yeah. Like when she kind of gives that smirk when she uh, she helps Batman with those two like parademons. Oh yeah, yeah. And then she like looks back and after the Flash is running, and then she smiles. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> no other reason only because it's got the dots she's amazing but uh the the other the other scene was uh the whole um uh flash saying it's like oh look it's the basting little that's for you oh shoot no sorry yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole scene was pretty awesome that was cool and uh i think i had mentioned that on facebook too on how uh you know up until then like i wasn't feeling the ezra miller like flash like it just for whatever reason it just wasn't sitting well with me like the like the whole awkward like portrayal of barry allen and the flash was like i don't know it just it didn't sit well but like that scene was probably my favorite part of that whole trailer um 
and uh yeah it was probably like the standout moment of like that whole thing um uh and it kind of made me like it swayed me a little bit in his favor i was like okay like i could see that he kind of has like that boyish charm i guess that like they're trying to go for and it it, it seems like a lot of the uh levity and like the comic relief might come from his character um so that might be cool yeah. Um, but one of the things that like, I, and actually Noe, Noe Davis Diaz pointed <laughs> it out today on how, like, I guess after like the, like after three trailers, it probably would, would be un like underwhelming. And I guess that is kind of true. Like after you see three trailers of the same thing, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like well, that was the whole, my whole problem with this trailer was that there was cool. nothing different. Yeah. They only, I mean, the one thing that I saw different was. Was it just me, dude, or did it sound like Aquaman said, "My man"? Yeah, he did. Yeah, say yeah, like a thousand times. I know, yeah. it was like, but it was like a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and more that was, than once. That like, was another. That was another of. Uh, that was another of my qualms with the trailer. Was that I felt like they were trying to like just cram that down our throats. That like. Oh, like Aquaman. Aquaman. You're love Aquaman. Aquaman is a oh, Aquaman is a badass. Like oh, Aquaman is like he's like the everyman hero or whatever. Like, like the the cool guy of the team or something. Like, like yeah. it just felt like they were going at it too hard. Like it, they it, could have saved a lot of those one liners for the movie. It's been like oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, save those for the movie. You don't have to put. He literally and and there's like a meme going out there or whatever where like he they like put out the like he had like four different one liners in that in like two minutes and it's like dude like you didn't have to throw all those onto the trailer like all at once it's like I think we had seen him say yeah once before you know when he he went, he falls on the Batmobile and he's like yeah. yeah I'm like all right that's yeah. cool yeah I think he says that like he sounds like James Hetfield from Metallica <laughs> yeah he does yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously dude uh I mean, oh no that was that was a punisher i was like didn't they use one for this but no it was the punisher yeah i mean look don't get me wrong though I, i'm looking forward to seeing aquaman on screen you know honestly i think it does look pretty cool it looks like uh it's gonna be entertaining you know what i mean like i think jason i, I did have some some reservations about jason momoa as aquaman but i mean he looks like he's gonna be cool and everything i do like that you know bro brosef type uh, yeah. aquaman and everything but just that this trailer was not like i don't know it had the same kind of things over and over again right and then like i don't mind seeing you know aquaman being like you know because i kind of do like the whole my man you know and, yeah but it's just sounding like did it did it so much on this trailer and then there was nothing new besides seeing aquaman fly which you know he's out flying and everything, mm. which is something we haven't seen before in in these trailers. But yeah, just you know, except for that flash part, nothing else got me excited about watching the movie, man. Yeah, you know. But I'm hoping it's gonna be good. I'm still gonna watch it, no doubt. But I'm just, um, yeah, I was just kind of a little bit un under was underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and I yeah, it kind of goes with <clears throat> what you're saying. Like they're they didn't really do anything to expand on what they've already shown uh, right. aside from just kind of giving us like those moments where it's like, yeah, Aquaman says these things or, or, um, you know, the, the flash has his little moment there. Um, uh, but everything else is just kind of like, like, like in Kevin and Bean, it was just louds. Like it was literally <laughs> just like explosion. And after another explosion, after like another explosion, like it was just a lot of that sort of thing. And it was like, yeah, that's cool. But you also want to get like, 
There were like I felt like there was no stakes. Like and and another thing too is like I didn't I don't even know who the villain is yet. Like I, they showed him in the thing, but yeah. you don't see him like stepping away. Like you don't see him coming out and stepping out. Like he doesn't say anything. He doesn't like you don't really know what anyone's motivations are. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it, it just didn't it just didn't sit well with me. Yeah, like, yeah. I was just kind of watching. And I was like. All right, cool. Like, uh, you know, and it wasn't that it was bad. It's just you know you're expecting Justice League to give you those feels, like Justice League. You know, it's like right. they they you know they're un- uniting the main um, characters from DC. You would want to be well, at least personally me, and it's not you know that we're DC. I mean, uh, Marvel fanboys or anything, but it's just you know it's not as exciting as i wish it would be you know what i mean but it's still i'm still gonna watch it but still you know and again and then and again like i guess to clarify we're just talking about this trailer in particular like not to say that it's like reflecting bad on the movie we're just saying like this trailer in and of itself wasn't uh wasn't you know what we were expecting it to be like uh we didn't we weren't as excited for it as we were like say the star wars trailer where like it got to really show us a lot of what was kind of going on at the moment or whatever. So, yeah. uh, and, and like in that movie, especially like in the star Wars trailer, um, you know, just kind of putting them side by side, like you kind of know, like you can feel the stakes, you know what I mean? Like you understand that there's like something like left in the balance, you know, whereas with the justice league, like I said, it just, it just felt like more spectacle than anything else like there wasn't right. any like weight to it it was all just kind of like filler like you know like uh, just like explosion after explosion but you didn't really understand like what was really going on like i don't mm-hmm. know it was just it was weird yeah and then on the flip side go and look at all these trailers for thor ragnarok and oh my god yeah dude it looks I, and i almost amazing, and i was dude. like i was going to do it too and I was like, ah, dude, but I, I, I just don't want to, like, because you had just said it, like, we don't want to come off as like Marvel fanboys, but it's really hard, dude, when they're just putting out like, they're the everything that they put out is just super good, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they just put out the clip, like you said, of Thor Ragnarok, dude, and it was like, yeah, there's this new clip. If you go look at it, you could see, um, um, I, I think it, you can find it under, uh, Hulk versus Thor or, or Hulk Thor battle or something like that. Yeah. Excuse something me. like Hulk in the Coliseum or something, something like, like that. Yeah, and then it's just the little you know one-liners that Thor has. Like you know, it's like he's like, "Hey, how you been?" And he goes, "Well, um, I lost my hammer uh, yesterday, yeah. so it's still fresh." Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Loki, look who's here! Yeah, like, right. stuff like that. It's just like, oh my god, it just looks amazing. So they, um, the press has already seen it, which I don't know why we haven't been able to see it yet. We, we should. We're technically journalist too right? hey dude we're working on it come on man working on <clears throat> it but anyways um they uh they released like the first impressions they haven't uh allowed any reviews yet i think it's like october 20th or 19th or something like that where they're gonna allow the reviews to come out but you know people put hey, it on twitter and lift stuff. the embargo there it goes hollywood speak and um dude all the reaction so far is super positive dude. i mean but like take that with a grain of salt or whatever, because everything always comes out super positive initially because, uh, you know, as a not lot necessarily, of, I mean, people could be like, Oh, this is not. Yeah. True. But like for the most part though, even for like suicide squad, I feel like the, the initial response was positive. Like when you got all these, like, 
when you got and I think a lot of these people, you know, are are like quote unquote regular people. Like I don't know if a lot of them are like critics, critics. or whatever, or like people who like are really looking into like and not to say that we are too, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like the those aren't like official like critic views or whatever. So mm-hmm. um so again, just you know, take that with a grain of salt is yeah. They're positive, and I'm pretty sure the movie's gonna be great. But I don't think we can like hang our hats on like. No, I know, but but it's it's uh, it's um, encouraging to see that. Oh yeah, they allowed. Like that's like a given, dude. The, like, yeah, like all the all the the, not all of them because I didn't read every tweet, but all the tweets that were posted on the site that they were talking about, you know how positive it is. All the tweets are like, this is the most hilarious uh, Marvel movie to date. And it's uh, and the other one was like Taika Waititi was able to do what he wanted with his movie, Amazing. and Taika's God, and again, you know, all this stuff. Like they were just like really like you know loving the movie, dude. So I'm I'm really excited to watch that movie too. So I'm hoping to um, get to see that opening weekend as well. So, dude, more than and, and I had mentioned this before. Like I don't think I have ever in my life been excited about a thor movie <laughs> like they've always come and gone and just been like oh yeah well like yeah the new thor movies out it, it was never a thing where i was like oh, i'm not gonna watch it but i was never like looking forward to it dude like everything that i've seen on this like is is like my type of movie dude so it's just all like the, all those uh like first reactions they all say it's the best thor movie yeah so yeah. and and again i think like that's not really saying much because yeah. the other movies haven't really been that great but not taken away from the fact that that dude has obviously made an amazing movie dude, because it just looks great you know what i mean like everything like just and you can already kind of tell you can kind of feel it like just in the and what we've seen so far like in that scene that you're talking about the interaction of thor with hulk like like chris hemsworth just has like uh he's got like, it's like a natural knack for like that but i think he's got comedy timing. like dude. yeah like his comedic, comedic timing. timing is just like really good and he plays like that whole um like he plays it with like just like a subtlety that's just kind of like and pretty straight and like it's just like charming dude like it's almost like like he just seems like a regular dude who happens to be the god of thunder you know what i mean like it's just it's it's great dude and i feel like that is that has like taika's fingerprints all over it dude because if you watch any of his other movies uh like hunt for the uh wilder people or uh what we do in the shadows like they, like all those characters are are like somewhat awkward and like just kind of like like a little uh just like very like straight and like subtle and like their mm-hmm. their comedy but it's like it's perfect for those characters it's like yeah. Uh, yeah. and chris hemsworth chris hemsworth i'm sorry it seems like taylor made for that sort of yeah, thing dude yeah. it's perfect yeah let me let me play the clip i found it He's a friend from work. Where have you been? Everybody thought you were dead. There's so much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. Loki, Loki's alive. Can you believe it? He's he's up there. Loki, look who it is. 
And Loki's His face, face <laughs> is freaking priceless, dude. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> because I'm sure all that Loki's thinking of mm-hmm. is a uh, puny god. Yeah. Like, that's all he has He's on his mind. flashbacks about exactly, that, dude. Exactly, yeah. Like, oh, no. But, uh, yeah, it looks it looks great, dude. It looks amazing. I think it's uh, um, something that uh, people are going to like, a movie that everyone's going to like for sure. So dude, and a, lot of, and a lot of the reactions to, um, you know, three things. It's just that, you know, Chris Ham, uh, well, I guess four things. Chris Hemsworth is good. Like, he, this is like the best Thor, like the best, you know, portrayal of Thor that he's had. Uh, Kate Blanchett is just having like the time of her life, like that she's just like super good in this. Obviously, Taika Waititi's had like a good time making this uh, movie, and you could just kind of tell that everyone's having fun. But that uh, I forget what her name. I think it's Tessa Thompson yes. as Valkyrie, mm-hmm. just kind of like steals the show, dude. That's, and what every, I, that's what I read too. And a lot of people are just saying like, hopefully she becomes an Avenger in the future because she's just like, they just uh, they she just owns it, dude. And yeah. it's just kind of like an all around like freaking badass. So. That's cool, dude. Like, I, I'm excited. Because even the stuff that I've seen in the trailers before hasn't really, like, she hasn't really stood out in any way. Like, she she looks cool. Like, her armor and everything looks pretty sweet. But it's not, um, but it's not, uh, yeah, it hasn't been anything like, wow, like, oh, dang, that character's going to be super cool. So I'm right. excited to see because obviously they're saving a lot of it for the actual movie. So that should mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I've heard. It is that uh, Valkyrie's character, um, sort of like the MVP on there, which I would have thought it would be maybe Hulk or Loki even sometimes because Loki's always like steals yeah. some scenes. But yeah, dude, uh, it, it definitely looks something that um, Taika Waititi did something different, you know, with with this Marvel movie. Mm. One of the other things I heard was, or that I read was, that they let. Taika Waititi make a Taika Waititi movie out of a Marvel movie, so nice. which is pretty crazy, dude. So I'm so looking forward to it, dude. I'm 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 excited about that too. So which kind of brings <clears throat> into question, like what? Uh, because they, this and, and maybe it's just because their their brands maybe uh, uh, just kind of play nicer together, or like they they're kind of like walking alongside each other and have the same vision. But, like, how Edgar Wright didn't see eye-to-eye with Marvel or, like, what led to those creative differences between him and Marvel. Because I feel like uh, with with the stuff that we've seen in not only Guardians, uh, with James Gunn, and now with what Thor looks like uh, to be with Taika Waititi. Or even Peyton Reed with uh, Ant-Man. Not the Ant-Man, but Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, But, I mean, even then, like, because Ant-Man was, um, like, that's a hard one to judge just because... uh, I like you don't know what was already done by Edgar Wright and what was what was it that Peyton Re- uh, Peyton Reed did afterwards. So that's why I'm kind of interested to see what they do with Ant Man and the Wasp, like because I feel like that that'll be a full on like Peyton Reed movie. So like his vision, I feel like will come out more because there are certain things like. But do you think? Uh, who knows? We'd have to read into it, but. I don't think they use Edgar Wright's script, though. I mean, that was the main problem. Right? No, yeah, because I think they they in it. I think in the end they gave him writing credit. No, because obviously he wrote a lot of it. Yeah, but but from what I read too was that. But you can't say that the Luis parts aren't like an Edgar Wright product or whatever, because that sort of yeah, like fast true. cut thing or whatever yeah. is totally Edgar Wright. Like he does that in all of his movies. So that's what people were saying. Like the. Some of the more memorable stuff is like is like a quintessential Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright 
you know, tropes or whatever, things right. that you see in all of his movies. Because I think even Paul Rudd, doesn't Paul Rudd get a writing? A writing credit, credit? yeah. Yeah, because he wrote some stuff too. But yeah, I, you, who knows, man? I mean, we'd have to... So that's, yeah, that, that to me is just kind of like, dude, so like how... Like, I wonder what happened. What was he doing differently that Marvel didn't like? Right. You know, and... Although I think I, I remember, I feel like I read something about that where like Edgar Wright did come on, he like spoke to that and was just saying that... um I guess they didn't want to give him certain credit on like, like I think like a writing aspect of it or, or there was something that like they didn't want to give him credit on. And I think he kind of like, he, he didn't like that or I forgot what it was. And, and I obviously don't want to like make up stories or whatever, but um, so you could probably look into a little bit more, but yeah, it's just, it's the, just what, what I had read was that his vision for the movie did not fit the vision that Marvel had. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, from, yeah. from what we've read before, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, is that um, Kevin Fahey has a um, sort of a blueprint mm-hmm. that needs to be followed. And if you don't follow that blueprint, you're you're out. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think that's what they look at, too. Let but, me, I mean, you look at a lot of these movies, and it's like... Uh, I can see how they fit into like the like the larger scheme of things, like mm-hmm. the larger plan. But they like a a lot of these movies just kind of seem like they're doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Like like even like the new Guardians feels like its own like self contained movie that mm-hmm. I'm sure will have like repercussions in in like you know when when the Avengers all get together with Thanos and all that. But I feel like if you just watch that movie by itself, like. Mm-hmm. It's still like a good movie. Like you don't have to have, you don't really have to have knowledge of what happened before. Yeah, I think, I think, and, and this is all speculation because obviously we're not in that room. But yeah. uh, I think there's like beats that you have to hit, and if you don't hit these certain beats, then you're, you know, then you're not following that blueprint. Yeah. Like make your movie, but make sure to hit these things. You know, these little, um, these bullet point things mm-hmm. that that probably Kevin Feige and their writing team, um want you to hit that'll maybe pay dividends later exactly. or whatever come and, back. and then, and then yeah, maybe I, that's something that i can that see that edgar wright wasn't willing to do so but um yeah did, did you watch uh baby driver i did yeah i mean that's a really really good movie it's mm-hmm. a really well oh, done yeah, and, dude. and and how he placed music in it and everything so you know i can even see i think even james gunn you know mentioned something about how well he used music and obviously yeah. james gunn knows how to put music in movies so I'm wondering, like, you know, if um, in his direction there was something that he just didn't want to go by and wanted to make his own movie. And so since that didn't work out, he ended up making Baby Driver, which he's, I think he said he's been writing for, like, forever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, no, obviously, that's off topic, obviously. But <laughs> it was just curious to me because, these like, a lot of these movies that are coming out now kind of seem like they're their own, like... And I don't know if they kind of, if if Edgar Wright was like the sacrificial lamb for now these directors coming into, for them to kind of realize them as in Kevin Feige and all the producers and everyone who has like the grand scheme plan, if they were just kind of like, oh crap, like, yeah, maybe we should just kind of give them a little bit more creative freedom to do what they want to do. As long as they do what you said, like kind of hit the, those points, mm-hmm. then we're all good. Um so yeah, yeah. I guess we'll I guess we will never know. I guess we'll or, never know, yeah, until somebody actually writes a book about it or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. But um hey, let's move over to some shows that um I just kinda wanted to talk about real quick. It's 
these two um, shows that happen to be about comic books as well. Um, but uh, one of these days we have to make a show other than comic book movies or TV, so people don't say that's all we talk about. But um, hey, dude, that's what's hot in the streets. There. I know, seriously, right? I mean, that's uh, obviously. There's so many of these, dude. Like, I at some point it's gonna be oversaturated, dude. And the shows I want to talk about, first of all, is I mean, people feel like they were there already. I've kind of I've I've seen certain articles or whatever of like you know talking about like superhero fatigue already. And I think we're gonna hit. It. I mean, the CW basically is all comic book movies. That includes Riverdale because it's based on Archie. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All, it's a comic book, true. even though it's no superheroes in it. But um. Yeah, dude. Like this, this fall season, you you have uh, the Inhumans, uh, the Gifted, you have um, Runaways on on Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, which is another Marvel. Uh, Freeform, which used to be ABC Family, has um, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Uh, just so many, so many, dude. It's just like it's like not even including like Spider Man, like the animated stuff, and like right, right, all the. Uh, all the Disney XD stuff, I guess, or whatever that they have too. So it's like, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of crap it's out there. Getting oversaturated dude. for sure, dude. But um, but the the two that I wanted to talk about that I watched was uh, first of all, let's talk about Inhumans. Um, and it's been sort of you know out there in geek news and stuff because of all the bad press it's been getting and Ooh. bad reviews and how bad it was and uh, you know how you know how it looked and all this. And so I watched it and. Um, yeah, the first two episodes are pretty bad. And, and I think it's because... Like, if we're grading this, is mm-hmm. it... um, Like, is it Thor bad, where it's just kind of like, meh? Or is it like Iron Fist bad, where it's just kind of like, ugh, like I'm staying away? It's almost like Iron Fist bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, the... the Like, even the... Um, the uh, the props and stuff like you know they're supposed to be in the city called Adelan, mm-hmm. which is like the Inhuman world or yeah. city, and it literally looks like just I mean you could tell it's in a soundstage you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's just bland you know it just does not look good man if you look at it it just doesn't look good that's crazy because didn't they make that first episode for like IMAX I think that's the problem is that they were making it for IMAX so it's all so super high def yeah. you can all see that it looks like a you know sound like stage sound- yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh it looks bad dude. that's like, crazy like they didn't put so much effort or they were trying to save money in making these sets mm. like the set looks I mean um, the best set was one of the uh, Inhumans named Crystal. Her room actually looks like an actual room, while the other ones look like a warehouse. It's just crazy, dude. You'd have to see it for yourself to see what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, so that's just the sets, you know. I'm just talking about the, you know, where they're at and everything. The acting itself, like for example, uh, new backup, not the acting, but the like uh, special effects, like Medusa's hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks bad, dude. Like, like Medusa's hair, like bad special effects. Like they didn't put <laughs> enough money into it. <laughs> like like CGI blood, bad. Like where it's like you can, like uh, in the Expendables, you know, and like these are getting shot, but it's oh, like yeah. the blood's all chunky and it's all like it's obviously like fake, just coming out of people like yeah, yeah, in yeah. blobs. Like for a Marvel, uh, I'll give you an example. Like uh, this last season of Agents of Shield, the special effects were were high end, dude. Yeah, they were just like. Ghost Rider looked dope, you know. Ghost Rider um, and his and his chain and all this. I mean, it looked good, 
he switched over to Inhumans, and and they're both on hair. Channel Seven, right? They're both on. Yeah, yeah. Medusa's hair looked. It looks terrible, dude. It looks terrible. So, all right, that's the bad. Some of the acting, like Anson Mount as Black Bolt. Yeah. Like, just he doesn't speak because he he's got a super. One of his powers is that his voice is so powerful it can disintegrate people, and that's from the comics. He's mm-hmm. just, but he can communicate telepathically, but they remove that from here. Like he can't. He doesn't speak at all, so you don't ever hear Anson Mount's voice. And him and his face, facial expressions are kind of la- kind of laughable. A bit. Yeah. So it, it's not great, dude. And then uh, I can't. Um, I, I don't remember Iwan Rior. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce the his bastard name. from the Battle of the Bastards. Freaking um, what's his name? Bolton something Bolton. Um, damn Bolton. Uh, I think everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, dude from Game of Thrones, that was a bastard. Yeah, he's typically he's basically playing the same character. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, so that's the first two episodes, but when they get to Hawaii, it actually gets a little bit better. So, and it's actually in Hawaii. Like in they, Hawaii, it takes place in Hawaii. Yeah, in Hawaii. So it actually gets better when they're there. Mm. So the show itself has some potential. You know, getting rid of these two first two episodes. <laughs> but it definitely would be <clears throat> on the bottom of your list. If you have a lot of other TV to watch, then just watch the other TV. It's, you're not gonna. It's not gonna get any uh, that much better. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, like I said. I think the best character in there. Um, thanks, Lily. <laughs> the best character is uh, Karnak and Lockjaw, is, and Lockjaw, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> but um. Because his powers is to, um, he can see like things before, not not tell the future, but he can calculate. Like if he, you know, pushes a table in one way, what would it hit and calculate what, you know, how, what, what, what is the chain reaction mm. to this thing? And they show it on screen with, by like some things that only he can see. Kind of like, uh, like, like the Doctor Strange projections kind of thing. Oh, uh, okay. It's like, that's how he sees things and only he could see it. So like he could see the outcomes of certain things. Nice. It's not the not telling the future. It's just like calculating. Yeah. You know. So that looked pretty cool, and there's some potential in that. But the show itself, man, it's it is. Yeah, unfortunately, it's pretty bad. What? That's too well, bad. Well, I mean, you gotta think like, uh, for me at least, I know Agents of Shield. Like the first season was kind of like I like. I remember trying to watch a couple of episodes and I was like, ah, it's just not doing it for me, but it got better with time. And I, I hopefully this might be one of those situations too, where it just kind of gets a little better with time as a lot of these other characters just kind of like invest in, in their characters a little more. And they're just kind of sitting with them a little bit and they kind of figure out who they are, what their motivations are or whatever. Like maybe that'll, uh, that'll help them out um, just to make a better show in the end. Um, cause it seems like the agents of shield did a lot to build up the inhumans, right? Like, wasn't that like one of the major plot points in one of these seasons? Well, that's that- the weird thing is that they've, first of all, they've said that there's going to be no crossover, which is weird because the, yeah, cause I feel like for the-, the last two seasons or maybe even two and a half, three seasons, they've been building up this inhuman thing. As I was going to say, I, I remember watching a few episodes, uh, a few of the recent episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and like a lot of the talk was like, oh, this inhuman this and no, oh, this inhuman that and like this and that and like, uh, you know, Daisy, what's her name? 
in this show now? Uh, Daisy Johnson or something like that. Johnson, yeah, Daisy Johnson. Uh, Sky, like, Sky first, but then Sky, yeah, Johnson. and then and then Quake now, right, or something like that, or what's her name? Yeah, Quake. So, but they find out that she's an inhuman, right? Like that she is, you know, got that Terrigan mist or whatever it's called, and like it gave her her powers. So it's like you have a major character who's an inhuman, basically. Like, how would you? Yeah, not, it's just weird. How would you not cross that over? Or why would you not like just? You know, well, use that's that why, to build up your show, like your story. Like, I don't know, that just seems kind of weird. Um, I think that's the excuse of making it in uh, Hawaii because it'd be isolated from S.H.I.E.L.D. and the rest of the team by being over there, I guess, kind of. You know what I mean? I guess. I, I, I don't, guess. That's pretty dumb. That seems pretty retarded. I, I guess... Um, yeah, I, I, who knows? I mean, I, 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 I think what they want to do is, they want to, um, you know, uh, firm up that foundation of what uh, the humans are like on their own, mm-hmm. and then maybe later, you know, cross it over. But, I mean, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, didn't Angels of Shield already do that though? Like, what's the point of then do of of doing it again if they've already touched on it once before? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what they're thinking. I don't, know. I don't know. That's another problem with the Inhumans itself. It's like, like, like you said, like Daisy Johnson or Quake, which is like an Inhuman. Yeah, he's not gonna have any interaction with the Inhumans, right? Which is kind of dumb. I don't know. See, we're not Marvel fanboys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can take a crap on these yeah, shows yeah. too, dude. Seriously, but um, yeah, dude. So the other show that I watched was uh, The Gifted, and I saw a couple of minutes of that one. I didn't, I haven't seen it yet, but. From what I saw in the first minute, like what, what I enjoyed the most out of the, there was like an exclusive clip or whatever they put on like the first five or six minutes of the show was that like within those five or six minutes, like you already met like five or six mutants and you were able to see their powers, which is pretty cool. Like, uh, I feel like in other superhero shows, you know, they'll maybe focus on like one person and their powers and then, like, whoever they're fighting against. But in this one, it was just cool because it was, like, they already brought in, like, that team dynamic. And each one of them were already using their powers. So it was a cool way to kind of introduce you to, like, it was, it was like, you know, just, like, in the middle of the action already. You kind of just dropped in. And, like, you see these people already using, like, you know, their, their teleportation powers or, um, you know, that one dude with, like, his light powers. And I think it's Warpath, right? Like, I remember that was one of my favorite characters yeah. growing up. Um, you know, I had that box set of like those. Yeah, those he was toys, on there. Yeah, and he was in one of those, dude. And I was just like, I remember that. It was like when I was going through like my freaking Native American phase, where like all that stuff was like super cool. So, dude, but, you, have, you have to watch it, dude, because there's a couple of things I know. That's right. Dude, used to <laughs> like, he used to like those. Uh, what are the Dreamcatcher things? Yeah, dude, like all that crap was pretty cool. You were the you were in that Native American dude, phase. I remember we went to uh, I think it was Knott's Berry Farm, and they had like that <laughs> like the um, I forget what it's called, like the Mystic forest or something like that but it was like native american theme oh that's right and wait, i was like, wait, I, like a hologram? I was like oh my this is amazing <laughs> like this wait, is wait so it cool. looks like a hologram huh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember that i remember is it still into, like all that like mysticism thing do you know what it was this freaking uh brave star dude it jacked me up because ever oh, since then the i was like brave the cartoon brave star yeah, i was yeah. like when i remember watching that i was like dang dude like native americans are legit they got like like animal powers and like they can like summon all these things and i think that kind of got me into it was, your, it was your Mayan roots, dude. That and like Phoenix. Remember Phoenix? My friend, Phoenix? 
from like elementary school. That fool's like legit Apache, dude. Oh yeah, that's right. And like his dad oh, came right. and was like some type of like tribal leader or something like that. And he gave everybody like uh like Native American names, I guess, or whatever. What was yours? Uh I think mine was like I had to do something with like a chipmunk or something like that. I don't chipmunk? Know. I don't even remember, yeah. <laughs> I remember Phoenix, uh his was like prancing deer or something like that. Um and I remember, yeah, mine was like something like <laughs> I forgot what it was, dude. It was like I know it was like a chipmunk thing. Chip I forgot. But I forgot. Chipmunk. Yeah, it was like something chipmunk or like squirrel or something like that. I know it was like a rodent of some type. I think it was chipmunk. just because I was small, small for my age. Toes or something. Yeah, it was like and the funniest yeah. part of that. He probably walked away. and He's like, stupid kids. I know. They, they, thought, <laughs> they thought I actually gave him a Native American name. Seriously, prancing bear, or <laughs> dancing bear. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. <coughs> What's cool about this show is that, um, first of all, they're 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 using a few actual X Men characters, which is Polaris, uh, which is one of uh, Magneto's daughters, actually from the comic books. Say what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say they're gonna hey, actually Magneto mention. Magneto gets busy, dude. Fool. Got some twins out there. Fool, that guy get got busy. Dude. I know, dude. Um, so they have um, uh, Polaris. Another one was Warpath, like you mentioned. Uh, Blink is an actual um. X Men character, but then they have new ones like Eclipse and the two. Uh, the main, see the 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 um, the show itself is uh, it's like a family gifted drama, and right? it's a family drama. It's about this family that uh, the two kids in the family, uh, sister and brother, come out as mutants. But to complicate the issue is that the uh, the father uh, actually goes out and prosecutes um, mutants who they perceive as being dangerous or, you know, they may have uh, shown their powers and in showing their powers, they did something by accident, of course, that caused them to be arrested. And you so know. it's, it's kind of like a hero's vibe. Like that's what, what I've, what I've gotten so sort far, of, like yeah. where it's like that first season, first, company or whatever. And they're yeah, first season of hunting heroes. these like people with powers or whatever. Yeah. So obviously there's, there's, they're still taking on the whole mutant prosecute, uh, persecution, uh, storyline where mm. mutants have to be registered and they're being you know uh, rounded up and um, um, interrogated and stuff like that. So the show itself is actually seems pretty cool. It actually they do mention the X Men and, and the Brotherhood um, and uh, sort of um, kind of mention that uh, they're missing. They don't know where they're at. Bless you. And um, so uh, it, it is. It does take that kind of vibe of you know they're on the run kind of thing so it looks great I, um, I saw the first episode um i liked what i saw it was pretty interesting it was pretty uh interesting about you know that family dynamic and these uh mutants themselves and then to say that they're gonna um uh, explore polaris's um family tree you know should I say just you know uh, her, her parentage father, parentage um is is pretty interesting, so I'm looking forward to. It. So it's good. I think out of those shows, don't watch Inhumans, but watch The Gifted. Nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, from from what I've seen so far, like just all the clips and all the the trailers, and you know, just the the five the first five minutes of the excuse me of that episode, um, it diff- it definitely seemed like in- interesting. And for one, like it has like that Fox. Uh, like I feel like a lot of these channels kind of have like a certain look to them, 
Um, and this definitely has like that Fox like, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't even know what to call it, but like visually, it just looks like a like a Fox show in a good way. Like it just looks like it has like actual like you know just going back to what you were talking about like within humans where you could kind of see like the production value wasn't all that great, wasn't really there. Like this one, it kind of looks like like a legit show. Like it has, you know, like the, the stuff that we, the stuff that that I saw in like that clip or whatever, it was like, you know, in, in all these like different places. There's like a warehouse, I think, or something. And um, like office buildings, like, mm-hmm. like cop cars and stuff. And like these are like blowing up and doing all this stuff. Like, so it looks like they actually like spent money in the way that it looks, which is good because like, yeah. you don't get like a piece of crap like you did with humans. yeah yeah which is weird you know they it's, it's a marvel produced again though this is just to point something out that the showrunner for um the first season of iron fist is the same guy who is who's uh running the show over in the no movies. way yeah. so common denominator interesting what's that dude's name uh i don't Do remember no i don't you probably look it up you should put, put a warning out there i know if you ever see this man Stay away. Stay away. Do not give him a show. Yeah, exactly. Please give him a DC show, maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. No, um, not so, CW though, because all the CW shows are pretty dope. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they are. Although I stopped watching Arrow, but um, I heard it's still good. I just got to a point where I just everything was so like dark. Well, I heard that it just it just started taking itself way too seriously. Yeah, I think so. The difference between that and the Flash is the Flash actually having fun. Yeah, and the Flash is is actually fun and it's funny and you know it's got some lighthearted moments. That was a problem with the Arrow. There was no lighthearted moments. Mm-hmm. It's too. It was like Batman light. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, but Batman light. I heard Gotham is. Oh, Gotham! Is I heard it's insane, dude. dude. No, I heard it's. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I couldn't get into Gotham either. But uh, it, the people who like it like it a lot. But it's insane. They say it's 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 bonkers, dude. Like in a good way. Or like, explain yourself, fool. Explain yourself. Bonkers in a sort of bad way, I guess. That we're just like, from the articles I've read, people say it's bonkers in a bad way, but it's still good. Like oh, it does like that, like that one eighty yeah, thing where so it's so bad like, that it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's almost so bad you got to see how bad it is, but it's still good. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're not, and they're, it's not a backhanded comment uh, or compliment. compliment uh-huh. uh, but it's more of a, um, <laughs> more of a, um, a way to describe it where it's just out there, dude. Where like. In some article I was reading that almost like Jim Gordon's almost as bad as one of the villains, but he's not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, and, and like now, like Teen Bruce is like, you know, Bat Junior, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seen the commercials? I saw. Him, yeah, where like he has like the whole. A, he has a mask. Up, yeah. And a, it's like what's going on? It's like it's almost in its own world. Like they're rewriting Batman history, which is fine as long as you make something good. You know. Right. And some people like it, so I can't judge because I don't watch it as much, so I don't know. Yeah, I've been interested. Like, I've been wanting to watch it. I think it's on Netflix, too, like the, the first couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Netflix, that's a good segue to go into our pick of the week. Pick of the week! So here's my, uh, here's my uh, pick of the week right now. Ready? Ready? Go ahead. One more time. Pick of the week! And it fits to what we were watching earlier because we were watching a Dodger baseball game earlier. And it's a documentary called 
the long shot. Or I don't think there's a the in front of it, just long shot. Have you seen this, dude? No. I remember hearing this story. I think it was on K Rock in the in you know in um, in the morning with the Kevin and Bean show. And they talked about how this guy was arrested for murder, but Larry David was filming his show there, and his filming there helped get this guy off because it put him at the baseball game, not at the place where the certain person was murdered. What? No way. So the crazy part about that is that there was about almost 47,000 people at this um Baseball game. It's this Dodger game at at Chavez Ravine mm-hmm. or Dodger Stadium, and they filmed in only two sections out of the whole stadium, and those two sections just happened to be where that guy was at. Dang! But it didn't just come that easy. Long They're, shot for sure. Yeah, dude. they were just like, you know, the the defense attorney because he was telling him I wasn't there. I was I was at a Dodger game, and so they're like, okay, how do you prove that? So they have to look through all the cameras and all the film they have in Dodger Stadium. The guy said he went hours and hours looking for it. They found something, but it was just not clear enough. So it would just not be able to completely say, yeah, that's him because it was too far. You know, he would say like, yeah, that's me right there. But it's too hard to prove because yeah. it's not clear enough. So it pretty much it goes through where they find out, oh, look, there was a film. Well, I think the guy says... I remember there being other cameras, like a film crew. Mm-hmm. So then the attorney, attorney started figuring out who's there, who's filming, and then they have actually they're actually interviewing Larry David too about That's the whole crazy, thing. Dude, it's it's dude. It's, only, it's not long, dude. It's only about an hour long or a little bit over an hour, so it's very short. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting, dude, about how it happened and you know about. Uh, and the funny part is, I've seen that episode of of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh-huh. and it's hilarious. <laughs> Because it's Larry David, and he sees the traffic on the five to get over there, but he's like, "How do I, you know?" And then he sees the carpool lane, and then so he's like, "I need somebody." So he picks up a prostitute so that he can go so he on the, the carpool, carpool lane. Nice. Not because he wants anything else. Right, right. <laughs> he wants he wants to get to the stadium on the carpool lane. That's crazy. <laughs> and he gets pulled over, and they're like. But she's, you know, the cops are like, she's a prostitute. Yeah, like, yeah. I just wanted to use her in the carpool lane, and he gets busted and everything. But That's so, insane. but it's that episode while he's in Dodger Stadium, and dude, I don't want to, you know, say much, but just watch it. I think it's worth watching. It's only an hour. It's it's pretty interesting, dude. It was uh, it's just crazy how someone, you know, was able to get off. It's, it's crazy. That's insane, dude. It's called. That's sick. It's called Long Shot. It's on um, it's on Netflix. And um, while you're at it. Watch Def Com- Def Comedy Jam twenty five or something like that. It's like the twenty fifth reunion, twenty fifth year reunion of Def Comedy Jam, which is pretty hilarious, dude. <laughs> that one uh, vulgar language. That one right Dave now, Chappelle but, part though was freaking amazing, uh, dude. <laughs> just watch out. If you watch it, watch the D L Huey and um, uh, Dave Chappelle part, uh, and it's probably the best part of the whole show. Yep. So yeah. So anyways, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for just being a part of the Beta Report family. Uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, pass it around. Tell people uh, to go to our Facebook page, our uh, website. Uh, website is thebetareport.com. Our Facebook page at the Beta Report, which is also the Instagram and Twitter handles. So go out there and take a look. And thank you for listening. And uh, go to our Facebook page. 
<laughs> Stop saying the same thing over and over again. I'm trying to think, think of something else. That <laughs> That's it. it. Just end it. Peace. Till next week. Later. Facebook page, the Instagram. Oh, <laughs> <Shut up. laughs>